To sign up with Zola and receive a $50 credit towards your registry, go to Zola.com slash Brain Candy. And for 25% off your first order, visit RxBar.com slash Candy and enter promo code Candy at checkout. <laughs> um, right before we did, we started, this is episode two thirty eight. Yeah, I was eating a cracker. Yeah, because Sarah got me in the mood with Ritz mm. mentions in the previous episode, I know, so I had to go raid your pantry. And Sarah said she loves chewing. Yes, and it reminded me that I'm writing an article for the Observer about ASMR. Okay, you waited to tell me about this. I truly it's, it forgot. Was like, this is like the ultimate information <laughs> you could be gifting me right now. Tell me everything. If you're not familiar with ASMR, Sarah, why don't you tell them about it? It is autonomic sensory meridian response. Mm. Autonomous, I think. Autonomous? Oh, autonomous. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you can't control it. Right. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and it's really like what I've read is that it's a hypersensitive vagus nerve where you are able to, it's almost like there are certain noises, certain sounds that will stimulate a part of the brain that gives you those warm, fuzzy feelings that you can only really describe as it feeling like the same kind of feeling you get when you get a good hug or when you get a massage, but you can get those exact same feelings just by listening to certain things. And you claim that you have I that. for sure do. And when did you discover it? Oh gosh, probably about two or three years ago. I think it's when the ASMR scene really came out. Scene. Scene. It is a scene. There, what is the scene? I hang out with my ASMR friends, people who also have the same thing, and we will go back and forth. We're like, oh my gosh, do you like this person? Do you like this person? Do you like this person? You mean person? the celebrity? Yes, the they're ASMR. Like, ASMR. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's what they call themselves. Yeah. And our friend Mariana yes. has uh, dived into the scene herself. Yeah. And I, I go, oh, so what do you, what sounds do you like? And she goes, um, mostly unintelligible whispers. Because <laughs> that's literally what you Google to get. Right. And I was like, okay, now I need to know everything because that's mm-hmm. hilarious. And. If you don't have ASMR, then it does sound very silly and bizarre. Yeah. And Olivia Kisper, that's one of my favorite people. You're kidding. Like whisper, but with a kiss. Oh my God. And she has an accent, so I love an accent. A when lot I of do people it. are real into the accented yeah. artists. Yes. And um, oh my God. So I started listening to these videos or watching them. Doesn't do anything for you or what? No. Oh my God. That's so weird Mm-mm. to me. Mm-mm. It's weird that it doesn't, like, because it's such a. I get what it is, Such but I don't have feeling. any physical response. I, I mean, it's so strong and it feels so good that there's a part of me that's like, I'm what ones do you like? Um, I like hair brushing. Mm. I'm getting chills I just forgot. thinking about I it. About I'm that. like getting good feelings just thinking. Wait, I like- do they brush hair or do they play with the hairbrush? Brush hair is the one I want, but play with the hairbrush is another one. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I can go. The best videos are the ones where they'll do a bunch of different sounds because it's like find out which sound you are and it's like a trigger video, like tr- yeah, trigger inducing video. That's like a mod podge of them, and I love that. 
Why I also is like it the though, scenes? I like the scenarios where it's like a, what? Okay, yeah, that's yes. another part. There's role playing. I do like the role play, and they'll be like, I like role playing for like ear cleaning, weird shit like that. What? Because having your ear cleaned is the most exciting, most fun. How do you thing. role play that though? They just talk about it and then they do some noises that sound like somebody doing a q-tip or working something in your ear and it feels so good and so they go like this so this is like what a video will sound oh my god i'm gonna die you won't like it because i'm not a i'm not an artist but beg to differ (laughs) so come on it's always a lady and she comes on and she's like hi are you kidding it me? It works. It totally does. But then Keep she'll going. talk into like and different then parts make mouth of the noises, mic. Would you? Right. Yeah. They and they'll be like, "You might notice that I make clicking noises whenever I whisper." But oh my god, you need to record this for me. <laughs> this is working hardcore. I think there's something about me, us having a relationship too that's like making it feel extra good. This is like. Are you serious? I am for sure. It feels but it's like not a sexual. Scalp. No, it's not that kind of feeling. Okay. Have you ever used one of those th- scalp massage things that's like a little metal? It mm. looks like a, a claw machine and mm. they're, they're designed, they're like scalp massagers and they mm. feel really good and you could, or if somebody massages the back of your scalp, those feelings yeah. that you get, yeah. that almost like all over body chill, that's what I get when you talk like that. That is so funny. Yeah. And then they always will This get- seems like hypnotism practically like Susie could do this to me and I would be under her complete control. It's really fascinating though to learn about because there are elements that feel hypnosis like. Yeah. Um there are elements that feel uh spiritual like transcendent mm-hmm. for people because totally. it puts them in a bit of a trance. That's how I get Oh, I'm like fixated. Like you can like snap in front of me and I, I'm like in a zone. So, and you think this is like healthy behavior? Yeah. Yeah. And mm, you make me feel like maybe it's not. No, I just think that I wish there was more conversation about like, is this something that if you have it, you should work against or move towards? Because nobody really wants to talk about that. I would move towards. Well, I that's feel what like everyone was increase, say. increase <laughs> It increases empathy. Oh, really? I think it's an empathy thing. Like, I think it's an but, ability to picture yourself in that other person's position. And because I also feel like I think about how good it feels to make somebody else feel good. And then they're doing that. And I'm like double. It's weird. It like, I can't even describe it, but it just feels like everybody's ha- good. It does feel though, like any hobby where... If you spend hours a day watching these videos, oh, that's a problem. Yeah, and that is what happens. And the girl in this one interview oh, on become NPR become addicted to that feeling. Yeah, oh, it's like a dopamine surge. Okay, I can understand how that can turn into. Yeah, what did she not, say? She was like um, saying to her boyfriend, "Well, you spend time on the internet doing nothing for hours. Totally so true. What's the difference?" And he would be say, "Well, I'm learning things, or reading things, or be, you know." Part of me thinks that maybe we don't take enough time, like, you know, to studies show that having free time where you can just relax your brain, where yeah. you're not constantly stimulated yeah. is what we're all really craving. And okay. we, we almost I like, <laughs> I know I take that on board. We, yeah. We almost like have this drop. We think that more and more and more is going to fill that. Mm. need, but it's really the opposite where it's just like, you know what? We just need time away from it. 
yeah. and then to like reset everything. Okay. And so that's kind of what I feel like it does for me. And my brain is so busy at nighttime. It's the only thing that shuts it down. Yeah. A lot of people say it's the only thing that helps them go to only sleep. Th- and-, and I put on that video and I set it right on my chest and I have, oh my God, I even went so far as to get... Oh, what are oh they yeah, called? you told me that they're the special earphones. Earphone. <laughs> <laughs> got earphones that look like a headband. They're like fu- like fabric. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're wearing a, a a sweatband over your head. Yeah, but they're like nice and soft, so you can le- sleep on your side because earbuds hurt. Yeah, right. She solved that problem. Yeah, only and- eleven dollars on Amazon. <laughs> she put it on when we were in San Francisco and we we're sharing a hotel. Oh my god. Did I? Yeah, remember it was uh, the one where. Well, I don't know if they all do this, but they go. It went from the top of the head to the toes, and in the morning, oh, Sarah was oh, yeah. like, "What did you think?" I'm like, "I didn't get past the hair." Yeah, like I was asleep in two oh, seconds. That one's different. That's oh. a guided meditation for. Oh. Um, what do they call it? They call it um, progressive muscle relaxation. That's oh. an actual mindfulness oh, treat. Like that's in the mindfulness category. Versus like, it's not sound-based. It really is you you doing it to yourself. Like you're yeah. doing all the work. Oh, that's nice. I it's like that. Great. Okay. It's great. Yeah, that's part of UCLA's Mindfulness Center videos. Well, the f- one funny thing that I learned during my research for this article was about how the sort of name ASMR was oh, yeah. rather recent, like 2007-ish, where someone said, here's a thing and we'll call it this. Yeah. And a lot of people never had a name for it, but all knew that they really loved Bob Ross, uh-huh. the painter. Oh my God. I get goosebumps even if you just say his name. And like that his, he was like an ASM artist before there was such yes. a thing. Yep. Because he was empathetic and quiet and whispery, breathy. Yes. But then there was also the noise of the tools, which was- Uh-huh. Tr- I'm thinking about really it. Like. I only have to think about it and it works. Wow. Dude. Good for you. You are just describing it well. <laughs> but I guess I can, I enjoyed the joy of painting as well, but you guys have a different experience that's more of a full body moment. Totally. I don't even give a crap about what he was painting. I just wanted, just talk to me, Bob. I also learned that that was a perm that he had. Oh. I thought it was a Jufro or something. Me too. And it turned out like he was in, he was super hot and he was in the military and then when he got out, he decided to get a perm because he thought then he'd never uh-huh. have to like cut his hair again. Yeah. And he had regrets. About the perm. Yeah, because it became like a thing. Oh, then and then he, he can't couldn't... get away from it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a mustache or something. For... Yeah. It was his signature look. Yeah. And it probably did hide the stud that he truly was. You know, but I wonder if I would have liked it as much if he was like... True. It's also attractive. That's to a him. good point. It's, like, it's safe. That is such a good point. Um, another good point, though, is how if you do have old videos or photos or anything, oh my God, yes. you should get them digitized. Yes. Because we can find out if this is multi generational. Do you have your grandmother on videotape you can <laughs> let me listen to? Right. We could check her ASMR with all your yes. old uh, digital yes. things. Legacy Box is such a great service. Most of us have. VHS or those old reels of home videos that you never watch because you don't have the things that allow you to do so. Mm-hmm. And my mom is one of those people. She has so many albums of pictures, but nothing's digitized, so we never even get to see them. And so I got her legacy box for, as a gift, which is kind of like a gift to myself. Yeah, because you know it's all my pictures from my childhood. Oh my God, and it's such a 
awesome company that helps you take those memories and get them put onto DVD or a little um, thumb drive. That's what I did. Yeah. It's the best. I told you I got yeah. the ones from like my mom when she was like four. That's so nice. She looks totally the same. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Maybe you could show them to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should. Yeah, the chair, Karen oh, chair. Yes. And there's never been a better time to digitally preserve your old home movies, film reels, and photos. Visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering our listeners a huge exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com slash BrainCandy and you get 40% off your first order. With this exclusive deal, Legacy Box starts at just 45 bucks, or save up to $200 on the largest Legacy Box kit, depending on like how much stuff you have mm-hmm. to digitize. Go to LegacyBox.com slash BrainCandy and save 40% today. Start with just a few tapes or digitize your entire collection. Visit LegacyBox.com slash BrainCandy, enter our code BrainCandy, and save 40% on your Legacy Box today. Get started preserving your past. Mm. This This... Reminds me of this really cool BuzzFeed article that I read recently. Mm-hmm. It was titled 31 Things That Belong in a Museum. They're family heirlooms that straight up belong in a museum. Oh, interesting. Suze, I had no idea just how interesting it would be. Hearing <laughs> these stories are so cool. Tell me. One woman had her grandmother was one of the first deputy sheriffs in 1950, and she had her badge, which is just so cool. The look like this woman who looks so stoic and so badass you think of a woman in 1950s on the police force what kind of woman this would be mm-hmm. and she just like i'm going to show you the picture that doesn't do any justice for everybody watching oh, wow. but you have to join our our newsletter so make sure you're subscribing she's cool she real cool right one of the other ones i thought was really cool was a ball of yarn the story says my dad grew up in central alabama with no running water and a difficult home life his grandmother took over raising him until she passed she was an elderly war widow and had nearly nothing but my dad to credit her with saving his life. Although they, although they were poor, my grandmother saved enough to buy him a baseball glove, but couldn't afford the ball to go with it. Instead, she rolled the ball up out of her own homespun yarn for him to play with. He held onto it and passed it down to me. And this ball of yarn is like the cutest looking thing you've ever seen. Then you just think of all the stories that go with it. You know, there was one woman who shared a story. Um, she has a bush of ivy that was her great-grandmother's clippings from Norway when she escaped the war, and the grandmother wanted something from her homeland, so she saved a piece of ivy in like a box or bag and nurtured this ivy Mm. and was like, I'm going to save something from the homeland, and grew it into this whole thing, and then took a clipping and gave it to all of her grandchildren, who then grew it into their ivy, and I'm like, that's cool. And it looks like ivy that doesn't you know, looks like it's from Norway and really cool. <laughs> One woman had uh, her great great uncle w- ran away to join the circus, and he was a tightrope walker, and she inherited his tightrope walking chest of all of his goodies. Wow, isn't that cool stuff? Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, so I'm going to put that in the newsletter where you can read all 31. You know, other ones that will just what, like. What, do you, what would you put in there? Oh my God, good question. And my question to you was going to be: Do you have an heirloom that is like your favorite? Um. Okay. Okay. It's got to be something from my grandmother. My grandmother's dish set, I think, or the, it's been in a few couple generations, but the story in our family was that when it, whenever it was used for holidays, rather than like washing dishes like a normal family or putting the dishes out like a normal family, their tradition was to throw all the plates like Frisbees to each other and catch them and then put them on the desk. Of course so, your family of would course. do that. So the fact that I have a complete set of dishes that were chucked like frisbees <laughs> across the room to be washed. That's so is great. 
awesome to me. It's a miracle. Miracle. Wow. Well, poor people don't have the same kind of heirlooms as... Right, they have the ball yarn. Yeah. Um, And so a lot of like the white trash Christmas um, decorations... Oh, those are cool. They bring back memories. Totally. Did you have like like a light-up Santa, that plastic light-up Santa? (laughs) We didn't, but I do know which one you mean. I'm sure they were around the neighborhood. I probably were. We had tons of decorations. My brother took one. There was this candle. It had to be made with toxic stuff because (laughs) it still smells. (laughs) So it's definitely Guaranteed. shouldn't be around the house, but my brother took it because it's like one of those things. As soon uh-huh. as you got it out, you knew it was Christmas, you know? Oh, I love that. I like stuff like that. But yeah. we didn't have a lot of stuff otherwise. My grandma had a fully operational, perfectly beautiful Victrola. Oh my God. Like that's gorgeous. Tall, full piece of furniture, but my cousin got it. Oh. I'm oh, so jealous. Yeah, that's a nice one. Because how awesome would it you, be? You know what? You got to make sure you hold on to that banjo. Oh, that's nice. Because Lincoln's going to really want that someday. He doesn't seem to care about it now. Well, that's how it kind of goes with all heirlooms until, <laughs> right, you know, right. the that's time so comes. True. Did I ever tell you about the time when I was finishing grad school? I love school? any story that starts with, <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time? <laughs> My dad, who is probably a sociopath, I don't know how, the <laughs> correct <laughs> diagnosis, but he's not a good dad. Um, and he wanted to get me something when I was finishing my doctorate. Yes. I've seen this. This is the thing though with sociopaths is they try to mimic humans. They they try to do what they think a human Mm -hmm. would do. Mm -hmm. And so he wanted to get this glass bell made and, um, put like Dr. Susie Meister PhD on it and all this stuff. And when he finally brought it over, he was mad at my mom about something and uh-huh. he basically like threw it at me like the box uh-huh. and I opened it up and I was like, oh, thank you so much. That was so nice. He's like, it's a bell, you know, like school bells. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> and it's like, thank you. Yes. And now I have this dumb thing and I'm like, that is always a problem. Like, what do you keep? Uh-huh. And what do you not? Yeah, what do you keep and not? Like, they say it should spark joy. Uh Oh, that does not, oh, although the point. story's funny. The, yes. So maybe you need to hang on to that just for story's sake. And Yeah. But then you think, would you miss it? Don't you have stuff like this? Yeah. Where you're like, is it the right thing to keep it or to throw it away? It's when, it, when it's one of those heirloom things and think something like that, that has a story behind it, I think you got to hold on to it. It's a bell. You it's know, a bell, you know, for school. Like school bells. Get it? <laughs> like, thanks, dad. Uh, Oh, that's funny. Let me move on. I read an article in the New York Times about figuring out what that smell is at thrift stores that is the same. Oh, my God. It is the same (laughs) everywhere. So, like, does collective BO all smell the same? More or less. Dirt. It's like collective humanness. Oh my, I'm so grossed out. But okay, so let's let's unpack it because I'm fascinated by this. Okay. Because I'm wondering furniture used furniture store doesn't smell like this. Or people's houses. Okay, other good point. Why do our houses smell fine? But do mostly they? I mean, most people's houses don't stink like okay. a thrift store. That's true. The other day, however, I wore a 
I'm at school for so long and it's so hot there that sometimes I'm like, I got to have a second shirt, a backup shirt in case I sweat through the first. And so I had this shirt and I like put it in the back room and (laughs) the gals in my cohort, they were like, Hey, whose sweater is this back here? One of the girls picked it up, smelt it and goes, Oh, it's Sarah's. And they're like, Oh, it has Sarah's smell. And I was like, what what is my smell and they were like no you know it ended up being like night perfume, a perfume that okay I'd like well because i like then i had to sniff the shirt like i was like and a who would bloodhound i was like <laughs> what do i smell like <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh that's so funny <laughs> and like did you smell it i went into a sheer like because I, I was text like i got a text like hey did you leave your shirt back here and i said yes they were like oh haha we thought it was yours it smelled like you and then that's I, a I, terrible text I, like a wave of panic came over me that was like i'm the bo girl i am the stinky girl at school that must be it there's is- always one of them and if you don't know who it is it's probably you and so that's what i was thinking wow turns out i just smell like Tom Ford perfume. But that, who, why would that girl take the chance and oh, sniff we're like that? Oh, we good enough friends to wear. But she didn't know it was yours. I think maybe I smell strong enough to where they knew it just holding it up. Mm. Well, hey, could you know, be worse. I also am known for not wearing deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently a lot of people are because when yeah, they what's sent, happening? They sent some stuff off to the lab. <laughs> As they do, like the from, same cilantro and asparagus lab. <laughs> from the thrift store. And the, the descriptors that the scientists found in the clothing were the following. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This, I'm so glad that this is not going to be the new car smell <laughs> no. s- story. Nope. Okay, tell me. Sweet, sour, yeah, oily, herbal, fatty... You're just describing good joints right now. Whiskey. Whiskey? <gasps> that makes me nervous. <laughs> There's a significant portion of the alcoholic community who's <laughs> donating close to the goodwill. Nutty. Like what kind? Balls? <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> what if they said that? Shorty balls. food and body. Both food and body nuts. Cheesy. Also food or body? <laughs> Sweaty. That's a given. That's like my clothes. Stinky feet. Mm, okay. Fermented. Oh, gross. And finally, mm. bready. Bready. Ew. Is that like yeasty? I'm assuming because these are like oh, you know no. how they oh, have no. flavor profiles. These are please, scent profiles. Please, this is that's the worst. So you combine all those together, and instead of getting Chanel number no. five, you get Goodwill <laughs> numero uno. Justin, your thrift store smells like shit. Where do you come up with this stuff? Instead of Chanel number five, Goodwill number Oh, for Pete's sake, that's so funny, Sarah. Oh, they did have a tip, however, for uh, if you have clothing from the thrift store that even after you wash it, I know a what the answer is. Soak it in white vinegar. Is no. that the answer? No. No. But that really works. I was like, oh, if I guess this, I'm going to get so many That's cool That's probably points. a good Because I recently though. researched how to get rid of that sweat smell, and that is the only answer. Well, you should try this. What is it? Bury it in kitty litter. 
Oh my god. That seems like it's gonna cause a whole bunch of new problems. Who's <laughs> got that much kitty I think litter? I mean fresh kitty litter. Because it activates charcoal, I guess, in oh, there. Oh, and it just absorbs it. Could you imagine? You no. do the super you Who? do the goodwill sweep and you're like, hang on guys, gotta bury it first. <laughs> These will be ready in a week. <laughs> Who likes a shirt that much where you're like, got to go get the tight cat? Once I found a pair of Joe's jeans yeah. at the thrift store. Aren't those nice ones? Yeah. Yes. And they fit unlike any jean I had ever worn in my entire life. It was like it, they were sent from heaven too because I was in the Goodwill <laughs> shopping for like picture frames, like something else normal that I get at the Goodwill. And I turn to the side and out of the corner of my eye, I see these jeans and they just happen. And they're not even... On, they're like on the outside of the rack, like on the, you know, when they're yeah. not in, but they're yeah. like, somebody just set them on the mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. and they were in my perfect size. They, I got them for like four or $5. Yeah. I'm like, this is a gift from God. Was there a problem? Though? No, oh. no odor. <laughs> they were going to say. So, but I think those are the one item I would have absolutely buried in a cat. I would have been Where rushed out to get. I think I just like wore them out, wore them till they couldn't wear them anymore. If you need new threads, you should go to Mod Cloth. That's where we're getting our clothes and no bathing suits. No gross smell on those. Yeah, they're new. They don't have any of that thrift No worries. Scent. No cheese smell. Mod Cloth has really fun uh, clothes for a variety of sizes, double XS to 4X. And it's perfect for sundresses, anything that you're wearing out to the beach. or. Have you seen their shoes? Yes. Okay. Yes. These are adorbs. Very cute. I like that cute little vintagey style. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, and Sarah's went through a real rockabilly phase, so that's this probably will why I like that. them. Yes, it does. <laughs> they have a lot of '70s stuff, which you know I'm into. Mm, you know, that's like bell true. bottoms and things the like that. The velvet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep, my velvet bathing suit is from there. It is gorgeous. That blue one that you guys keep squawking about on Instagram. Um, go to their site because you'll love how the models are all different sizes too, so you can find things that'll flatter your fit, whatever size you are. Um, and get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Go to modcloth.com, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Hurry though, because this offer expires on October 10th, 2018. So hurry up to get that 15% off your purchase of $100 or more at M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Hurry, this offer expires October 10th, 2018. Get some new threads, yo. Don't go to the thrift store. Don't. I do love reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah, but I don't want any bread. Wait, did I say it wrong? I always was recycle, reduce, reuse. No way. That's not. It doesn't roll off the. But that was a song. Recycle, reduce, reuse, and close the loop. We can close the loop. It must be a California song. Must be. Reduce, reuse, recycle is just more. It seems like that's the order you would do things in. Yeah, for sure. I don't know where you're getting that crap. Yeah. It's kind of like paper, scissors, rock. What do you say? Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, my goodness. I knew this would be an issue. What are you talking about? Paper, scissors, rock all day long, all day, every day. No. People are going to hate me for this. You're I'm wrong definitely, about it. I know I am. And people are going to write in and be like, she's wrong. I know. It's fine. But I think maybe that maybe it's a California thing. But then people in California would be like, no, you're wrong. You would always start with the one syllable word. Paper, scissors, rock. But that's more fun. I'm like gobsmacked <laughs> right now that this Maybe is even it's a like, debate. It's probably like my family just said it 
wrong. But why would they? I don't know. Where did that come from? We're That's gonna have not to ask a song. My mom. We're going to have to ask my mom. <laughs> I wonder what my mom would say. What is it? We should call her. We should. You could text her. Yeah, I'll text her. Say, Mom, this is so random out of the blue. Mom. <laughs> She'll write right back, though. Yeah. That's the best part. Oh, she totally will. Be like, is it paper, scissors, rock, or rock, paper, scissors? Okay. Anyways. While um, you're doing that, I have a question that I want answered. This was on the Brain Candy Crush a while ago, yeah. and I think I forgot to bring it up, which is, do you think it's sexist to say you guys? Or, you know, like guys. Right. I know we've done this, but like, I think guys doesn't need to be okay. In my mind, guys has now become a word that's doesn't genderless? have a gender that is genderless. Yeah. When did but, that happen? But, but it's not. People would argue okay. that it's the patriarchy and that they're the default human. Yep. And, and so, so we've just thrown women into. Yeah. So maybe we should start being like girls, but that's diminutive mm-hmm. so but i do love when guys like my me my, too i love it like what's his name that i love from queer eye for the straight guy mm, jonathan, J- jonathan van ness oh van ness something van ness jason van ness jonathan van ness i jonathan. think jonathan um but he always refers to himself as she she's like oh she's ready oh she's looking good in heels yeah, and i, I just like love that, that too about gay culture yeah although it does get confusing for the non-gays because then they're like wait it said it wasn't about gender it's about sexuality oh god you can't confuse you the simpletons can't. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> but they're fine with guys being collective and so am i but that's probably just because i've learned you know culturally we're indoctrinated mm-hmm. to think it's fine but if you started calling everybody ladies, oh, like if you walked mad. into a room and you're like, okay, ladies, ladies, then they would think you just meant ladies. Yes, they would. So uh, what to do? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's the answer? There's no other word. We that's can't change the world. Collective, like, like what, how do you refer to like? Right. I'm Humans. Just, <laughs> can you imagine Sometimes. if you're that person? Okay, hey you humans. It kind of implies that I'm not. I guess one. you could say people. Hey people. Oh, I I do like that. Oh, look, I already get three little dots coming up. My mom's answering oh my already. You probably led her. What? I didn't. I said okay for the podcast. Do you call it paper scissors rock or rock paper scissors? Here's where we know that I'm wrong. The I it was auto correct. It auto capitalized <laughs> rock paper scissors, no. but not paper scissors rock. No, no, look, no. <laughs> maybe that's because you talk about the rock. Nope. What? And his last yeah, name is paper right. scissor. Have you seen that meme? No. It's really funny. Where they have him do this and they have him do this. Three (laughs) symbols and the peace sign, of course. That makes me laugh. Well, she's weighing in. We'll see what those bubbles say. I mean, okay, mom. Do you think she'll, do you think you got it right or what? Not only, I think, I think she's going to (laughs) say, uh oh. Oh, uh oh. She says paper, scissors, rock is how we say it, but I've heard both. We say, we say it. She, I wish she would have capitalized we. <laughs> right. I knew it. It's us versus them. Yep. Okay, we're going to do a poll, you guys. Okay. I'm going to do it there on it social and see what you guys say. Well, But even That's if I get fun. 5% response on the paper, scissors, rock, you'll get 5%. I'm going to be happy. What will you get? Honest answers, people. What would I get yeah, excited don't for? Say just to have. Like, what, what, what percentage would I get excited for? Well, what do you really think it is? Like what percentage is? Oh, I think it'll really be like around thirteen percent. Oh my god! That agree with me. You but if weirdos. it's over, if it's anywhere over twenty-five to thirty, I'm gonna be thrilled. <laughs> oh my god! Um, 
Hold on, let me check this off. Uh, 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 uh. Want to hear something crazy that they found? Remember when I told you that story about how they went into the library and they were researching books and they found out that some of them were made of human skin? Yeah. Well, they were researching books and they found out something else. What? That there are a couple of books at the Denmark library that are poisoned with arsenic. Really? Yes. Oh, that's what you were going to tell me last episode. Yes. <gasps> about the thing where you were talking about arsenic poisoning. Do you and I was think like, on purpose sure. or it just was around? Well, that is the whole thing is I had to read the whole entire article till it gets to the very last line and I'm going to summarize it for you. The arsenic was used as a, in early book printing get techniques as a way to stop rats and mice and hmm. vermin from eating the books. Makes sense also would poison you if you touched it. So they recommend that if you're a lover of old books, bibliophile, Mm -hmm. you should wear gloves because there were people who were getting sick from weird things. And it was an accident they even found it. So they were researching old book binding techniques and they were looking for like zinc and copper and I don't know, whatever else they were looking for in there. And they use this like x-ray light to shine on it and they Usually they expect to see colors like purple or whatever, but they shine it on and it like glowed neon green. And they were like, what the hell is that? And they're like, oh my God, it comes up positive for arsenic. This book is like totally poison. You know what? I bet you in a hundred years or something, they'll do the same kind of test on how our receipts have all that poison on them. You know, that ink that they use on receipts and how it's... Slowly killing us or something? Yeah. Oh my God. I was even and thinking the-, the same thing about how I eat American cheese every morning in my breakfast sandwich. And I was like, there better be not be anything clogging my arteries or poisoning me in this because I have the same thing every single day. That's a lot of cheese slices. Wait a minute. So you're eating craft singles or what? No, the Horizon Organic. Okay. Ones. So, like, let's not get cray. But American are they cheese, cheese product or processed cheese? Like, or, I, I don't know. Are they basically just like craft singles? Totally. Okay. And waxy or more? Not as waxy. Yeah, I think they're a bit better. Okay, good. And then what do you put them on? A bagel fin. With? Eggs. Hmm. And ketchup. It's a nice breakfast. It's delicious. My God. I don't make it. My husband does for me every oh, morning. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the best. Okay, that's a nice Having breakfast. him at home. Oh, it's so nice. And you're worried about the Americanness of it or the, um, <laughs> the fact that it's wrapped in plastic? Oh, I didn't even think about the fact that it was wrapped in plastic. Well, now I'm worried about that. It bums me out that they wrap cheese in plastic because but it would stick to together. Well, those slices that need <laughs> they definitely don't. need plastic. I just love how they are when they're melted. We all do, Sarah. So good. That's the least your problem. That's like that book hype. It's like oh, come I shouldn't on. worry about the cheese. Yeah, we're our whole earth is being polluted by <sighs> right, like the EPA and their system right now oh my god so right you're fine yeah you're right Worried i'm about feeling the wrong a lot thing. better about all my bad choices why do you think i've stocked up on diet coke all of a sudden oh man that's right you might as well enjoy yeah, it might as well you know planet. i was thinking about that too i'm like oh my god my husband's almost 40 40 is like some would say middle-aged yep this has been a real quick go at these first 30 something yeah like that went too fast. The fact that I'm halfway done is like... You've had a good run, though. That's true. And I mean, you guys got to be married together. That is very good and true. And if you are going to get married, you should register with Zola. Well, and that's a way to save money and be extra happy if you're going to just, you know, no yeah. matter how long you're going to be alive. 
Zola is a great, free, easy, and fun website that 500,000 couples have used to register. It takes the stress out of your wedding planning, and it so, has so many great and helpful tools to um, help you get info to your guests mm-hmm. and also tell your story of your love, whatever, you know, all that jazz. <laughs> well, I love that part, so write that in. <laughs> and then you can also register with over 500 top brands, uh, gift cards for travel and things like that. But it goes beyond... Uh, registry because it, you basically get your own little website and other wedding planning sites they charge you for like all the cute layouts you mm. know like they'll give you like two right. free options yeah. but here's the basic pretty one, one is, or yeah. pay like a million dollars for this other one but they have over a hundred beautiful wedding website designs to fit your style and the registry automatically integrates into Zola's wedding website so guests can shop and get all the details they need in one place, which is really nice and convenient. Mm-hmm. To sign up with Zola and receive a $50 credit towards your registry, go to Zola.com slash brain candy. Anyway, so mazel tov if you're getting married. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 Let me look at my uh, list here. Uh, 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 uh. Um, oh, that was Pepsi. Yeah. I was like, why is that theme song stuck in my head? Da, 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 da. No, the joy of... Something. The joy of... The joy of... <laughs> People are screaming. I love it. It's got to be Pepsi. The it does ring a bell. Pepsi. Is that it? Sounds remember like when Aunt Andy from The Office couldn't remember, <laughs> break me off a piece of that? <laughs> right. Cool and creamy. <laughs> what is the word? And Jim was like, nobody tell him. <laughs> that was one of the best episodes. And we just had a little bit of that but right there. But we torment people when we do that because they scream at us. Oh, we what was the one them. that the other week that I, we got that wrong whatever or... it was, and they were like screaming at me. It's interesting. Something returns. Yeah, yeah. Something Diminishing the law of diminishing returns, yes. And everybody was like, exclamation point, exclamation point. Speaking sort of about like couples and weddings and stuff. Yeah. um, You know how I love watching Friends reruns, which, you know, because I'm a basic bitch. Um, And I was just thinking about how the Ross and Rachel relationship is kind of like abusive. Okay. Go on. I don't know. Who's the abuser? Good point. Mutual abuse, yeah, I guess. We call that common couple violence. Yeah. Like, they're not physically violent, but... Emotionally, maybe? Kind maybe of. Maybe, like, manipulative to each other. And I read this great article on Medium about how the death of American intellectualism was symbolically shown through Ross. Because, like, anytime he tries to talk about anything smart, the whole group is, like, bored. And they're like, boo. Yeah. Pretend to fall asleep. Right. And he's such a fuck up on the show. Yeah. Like he is a total, yes. sorry, Linda, fuck up. Yeah. Like he's been married all those times and he makes bad choices. Puts on leather pants that are too tight. He got fired from his job member because oh. of the moist maker sandwich debacle and where then, he yelled at people. Remember when he dated a student who was like way younger than him and like. Totally. Totally not okay. Totally. She was like a child. Sarah. Yes. Obviously I can relate to this. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not familiar, my first husband was my professor. Oh my god! I was 20 when we Dude. started dating. Yeah, that's young. And uh, yeah, yeah, he had to have somebody else proctor the final because we were dating already. 
while I was wow. in the clouds. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's there. You go. You had a Ross. <laughs> right, like I get it. Ooh, that reminds me. Yeah. There was this thing going around about that phenomenon of like professors. Oh my God, tell me what it's about because I got it too. Well, it sort of was in the vein of the Me Too thing where like power differential is being explored. Totally right. And people often bring up the Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton relationship, even though it was consensual, the Mm -hmm. power differential was enormous. And so I'm wondering because as someone who married that man, I definitely did not feel that there was, I was being exploited in any way. Yeah, right. And I was super stoked and yeah. really into it. And I'm wondering like, is it then appropriate or is it still not? I I think it's, do you, do you feel like the feeling you got was like, yes, he picked me out of that big student body. It was body. extremely validating. Yeah. That's what I think the, attra- the thing is for certain, I think it can go either way. Where it's like, I'm sure he was validated. Oh, that, of course, of course. Because the problem really is that the things we value in men are success and yeah. you know power and things like that, which he had. And in women, we value youth mm-hmm. and beauty, which, which a 20 what, year old is yeah, more likely yep, to have. Yep, yep. But I was. Uh, I don't know if I would say I was the aggressor, but it was equal. Oh yeah, aggression from both of us. I don't know if it was exploitation, but I was super oh, into it. I, yeah, I don't think it's it's more like. A, Do yeah. you think that it's totally inappropriate of the professor? I mean, I do. Yeah, I mean, at, <laughs> but what are you can. I'm trying to think at what age I would not. You know, okay, because I yeah. think like I'm in grad school now. I don't think it's an age of. And so I wonder if there were. You know, and this is like a, I'm in a female dominated, but they're all women. You know, how many male professors not straight. are there? So, um, there are one, two, three, three that I've had. And like, yeah, there is something about it that yeah. is attractive, but I don't know. It, the things that I've been reading on Twitter about it are. But I can like picture a scenario where, you know, if you're, I'm, I think I may be older than one of my professors. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, well, cause at the time my, my then, my professor that became my husband, <laughs> yes. he was 31. Oh, that's not that or bad. 30. In my mind, I have him like as 50. He was 10 years older. He was 30 when we met yeah. and you know, had a PhD and was a professor, but I mean, that's really young Yeah, for a professor. Totally. That would be younger than me. Yes. So then I think, Weird. yes. Weird. <laughs> very weird. So then I think like, okay, well that's fine. That's like adult, but then there's the power differential and that right. makes it okay. Right. So you're that's right. The thing. Yeah. Know. Did you see, uh, Childish Gambino, his PSA that was produced by, um, oh my goodness, what's her name? She was on Parks and Recreation. She has a famous dad, Quincy jo- What's her name? Rashida Jones. Rashida. 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 Oh, so close. Yeah, okay, Rashida Jones uh, wrote this, and I then somebody else did the animation, but it's like an animated clip about con- um, work relationships and about like consent and things like that. And it's um, Donald Glover who does the narration, and it's really cool. Okay. And it's like, okay, I bet you're thinking... I'm not one of those guys. I'm just like 
I'm a guy who hugs. And then it says, we don't want that. You know, it like goes through the whole different like types of men. Like if you think that you're like, I'm not that guy, but you're just like the guy in the office who gives the hugs. Here's what the women think about that. Yeah. And it, don't want it's hugs. like a breakdown of, of all the different scenarios. And it's real. Everybody should check it out. It's pretty cool. And so the messages don't do it. Yeah. And then they're the, but the biggest takeaway was they talk about the power differential. They go, okay, so here you're at the office and maybe you have a crush on your coworker. That doesn't seem that bad, right? Here's when you shouldn't ask her out. You ask yourself a few questions before asking her out. Could this be somebody who, you know, there's a power differential between? Could their job depend on it? You know, it has this whole thing animated and like it really, it's like fucking black and white. You know, really? Because I feel like the opposite. Like it's so confusing. Well, I think it's confusing when you're in the moment. But yeah. I think if you step back and you ask yourself those questions, that like the, what the video makes very black. Here's the deal: Is it like this? Then it's a no go. Mm-hmm. Is it like this? Then that's okay. Right. You know, it doesn't seem like it's. But then there's you know feelings and love and uh. right. Yeah. Well, when we started dating. Somebody sent an anonymous letter <gasps> to his head of department. Get out of town. And was like, Get out of town. This professor is dating his undergraduate student. And Do you have any idea who did it? I can't figure it out because the person said he has a family, but he didn't. Like he had a daughter, but he was divorced. Yeah. And um, things. So I was like, Well, he obviously, the person that wrote it didn't know the professor very well. All right. And so then I'm like, was it someone from my family? No, I think it's a former student who had a crush on him. That's what he said. He I know. In that- fact, I I bet it's one who who probably tried like because there was a woman that offered we saw up herself and he we, was rejected. We were out on a date, our first date, and it, we saw a girl who used to be his student. That's totally what who it is. I knew from high school. Oh, a hundred percent. That's who it is. Guaranteed. Okay. Hundred percent. Wow, she's a bitch. That. Because I, I mean, I thought he was going to get fired. I would, I would think also the same thing, like, or at least a slap on the wrist, something. Yeah. I wonder anyway. what happened. Well, he, they said he had to proctor the exam, but oh, right, they, right, right. I bet they would handle it differently now. I bet they would say, uh huh, no, no go, yeah. right, totally. It's a different time. It would turn into something else. <laughs> wow. It's crazy. Boy, how my life would have been different if they wow. had forbidden. Yeah, you would have still gone after that. You've been like, try to stop me. <laughs> yeah. You know what else I love? What? Our X bar. I love their kind of uh, policy about being like, here's what's in our bars and mm-hmm. it's this, 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 and no BS. We're all about no BS over no here. No BS here at the Brain Candy Podcast. Um, they're these real food ingredients wrapped up in like three egg whites, two dates, six almonds, that kind of thing. And they taste really good though. You know how like usually when it's like healthy, you're like, oh, thank you for this cardboard. It's not (laughs) like that at all. They have sweet, savory, chocolate, fruit flavors, all Mm, all different kinds. peanut butter. 11 delicious flavors. And it's great for like breakfast on the go, snacking at the office, just throwing in your bag for a flight um, or going to school. Yeah, because airport food sucks. Yeah, post-workout, anything like that. And they have a special deal. If you go to rxbar.com slash candy and enter promo code candy at checkout, you can get 25% off your first order. And uh, I love that deal. And you can get no BS while you're at it. So that's rxbar.com slash candy and enter promo code candy. Yeah. Any hoodles. 
I was reading about... Um, Oh, did you see that 30-year-old guy that refused to move out of his parents' house? Oh, my gosh. We have to so talk about that. So funny. And they were like, guess what we're doing? We're suing you. taking you to court to like, kick him out. What Did you see any interviews with him? Yes. What do you think about him? That he's gross and that he is like... the That is the problem. I don't know, though, because something about him seemed... Like maybe he had a special need. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think what that what you're seeing is not that what they people who are like um, research spectrum disorders and things like that mm-hmm. don't confuse something somebody that's on the spectrum for somebody who's understimulated. <gasps> Okay. And if you're the kind of person who's lived in a basement for forever, who has a very, who only watch like, Oh my God, he was limited, like zombified. Yes, you're right. That's what it is. It's not, it's a, it's under stimulation for a long time. I am And fascinated. a lack of social skills. Well, God bless those parents because they did some tough love. They then. did the right thing because that's what he really needed years ago was them to say, get the heck out of the house, go play outside, go interact with kids, even at whatever it is, go talk to humans, get off the video games. And if you, t- he turned into his, that is that. Yeah. I guarantee you, I if you bad. ask him what the last book he read is, I guarantee you it's like some manual to a video game, not an actual book that like, so if you don't stimulate your, if you don't use it, you lose it. He's losing it. Yeah, he seems to be. That's and it. I'm, you're right. I think I should should have thought of that. But well, to me, the, I was just like, you're something's like something's going off, on. right? Yeah. And you're, I'm seeing this in no, like you know, like people. I, people, like you can see it in. You have conversations like mostly men. Yes. And I see, oh my God, like I've been grocery shopping later in the evening, like after I get off work and it's the guy who has 12 Mountain Dew Code Reds and Gushers in the (laughs) checkout line and he's wearing sweatpants and his flip flops. And I'm like, this is depression. And this is like, it's, it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff at work. Isolation. Wow. Yeah. That's what, that's my, like take Why on don't it? they what want do to I get know? out though? I think it's maybe part of it's social anxiety. Maybe it's rejection. Maybe it's like, I think a lot of times people are socially rejected in a, um, an atmosphere like elementary school and then they find connection online. Mm-hmm. So then all of their relationships and we know if you, it, it works great at a certain point And then it's like the word that I couldn't remember, the law of diminishing returns, where at a certain point when you, most your relationships become primarily online, you lose that social connection and it creates this isolation where they're relationships, but they're not relationships where you're getting real people feedback. And so you, they're not, you can't really have social connection through a screen. Right. What are you thinking? What are your wheels turning for right now? Because I, it's interesting to me how people do react to problems in totally different ways. Yeah. So if that were me, I would be inclined to be like, I'm going to go to the gym every day and I'm going to work out so that I look different or whatever it is that mm-hmm. you're afraid you're going to be rejected for. Mm-hmm. Like if you're afraid you're not successful enough, okay, well, I'm going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Like my thing, which is can be a bad thing too, like yeah. being stubborn. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're um, like, I'm going to prove them wrong. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like too well, that's much. Good. Those but are, that's good. That's motivation. You, yeah. Like it can have a good side where yeah. you're like, I'm going to do it. And I think that comes from you having to struggle a little bit and you not having a life that was handed to you and yeah. you didn't have parents. Well, that's who, how you are too. Same. Yeah. But I think this guy's parents 
catered to that behavior for a really long time and thought, oh, how sad my son doesn't have friends. I'm going to do what he wants me to do to make him feel. And, or maybe something like, I remember what it was like to not have friends. I'm going to whatever, like fill his need in a wrong way. And first, finally they were like, that's it. I've had enough. I realize we've, we've, we've done this. And some parents never have No, they never do. My father's parents, my dad still lives (gasps) with his parents and people think he's a little off. Oh my God. I, you're so right. Uh huh. I love this show because it really does fill in the gaps of things that I can't always put the pieces together about, but you're so right about all that. I know. But why is it more men? You know, I was thinking this because the World Series of Poker is on right now and I'm obsessed with it. And I love, I mean, oh, I've no joke watched four hours every night you. of poker <laughs> because it's like psychology and yeah. people and, and, and gaming. gaming. Yeah. And I love it, you know? And so it like hits all of those. And Land and I like watching it together. So yeah. it's like perfect. And you can watch it and tune in and tune out. You don't have to really be paying attention. I could be reading a book while it's on in yeah. the background and still enjoy okay. both. So this is sparked a lot of conversation between um you know me and my husband about the personality yes. okay and the kind of people who are playing and why there are so many men and when you're able to devote that many hours to something like women i think crave more of those maybe it has something to do with us being more verbal to begin with where most of our relationships are based in a lot of verbal exchange mm-hmm. and men are more taught a different, more like analytical interaction with the world. So they're able to get fixated on that the same way we would get fixated on hanging out with their girlfriends or whatever. Yeah. And it just is like, if you, and you can see it in the players, there are players who, what did I call it? I said, there's a difference between the art and the science of poker. And you can see the players who have the science down, but not the art because that art is in the social exchange. And you can see the players, like there was a player last year who was an amateur who had only ever won a thousand dollars playing poker ever. And he was like seventh in the final table and ended up leaving with like 5 million, something like that. But he had the art down because he was not a professional poker player. He was like very gregarious and outgoing and had this like blazer that had a bunch of different patterns on it. And he wore a funny hat and he had the personality, but he didn't know all I of the- I can't believe he won $5 million. Yeah. He is like a grandfather of seven. He's like the an English guy who's just adorable. Everybody loved him. They put him at like the main table this year because you just love to watch him because he's so cute and he was like the best and he never won any money. How much is the buy in? 10000 why aren't we doing that? Like, couldn't we save all year and like do it just for shits? Oh, why aren't we? Yeah. Dude, some people sponsor people to go yeah. do it. We need to get a sponsor to We're have available. us in. Hello. <laughs> we will wear whatever logos you want us to wear. We went to a, Sarah and I participated in a poker tournament and had a grand old time. Oh my God. It was so fun. I always bring that up and I'm like, Hey, you know who I play poker with? This person, this person, even if they weren't at my table, they yeah. were just in the room. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I totally played <laughs> poker with Ray Romano. Was he there? Well, he's out. I think he was. And also he's playing at the World Poker Tour right now. You're kidding. Yeah, he's in. There's also another woman who is a soap opera star who's doing incredible. Cool. And I'm like, if they can do it. Oh, for sure. I mean, for sure. We were really good at it. I thought so too. We were really good. Mm -hmm. Landon was watching me play and I said something. I don't know what. I used some poker term. He was like, Okay. Yeah. Since when did you know how to? Play? We played and I was every like, week. That's what I. Ta- and he. It's like he. 
Oh we weren't together God. during that time. So he like has no idea that I have like <laughs> a whole poker life. life. <laughs> like I even told, I have one of the world poker tournament chips that I was gifted from somebody. And I was oh. like, I have like a whole, I like know about poker. So what's up? Right. So what we were saying is they're a bunch of weirdos who play. <laughs> In some. So. All right. That's yeah. all for today, guys. It's been good fun. <laughs> yeah. All See right. you later. It's hot as hell in here. Bye-bye. Woo. Bye-bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.